Greetings and salutations, nerds. This is Praying for Superpowers. A podcast about the deeper meanings, messages, and intricacies hidden within nerd culture. I'm Peter Jordahl. And I'm Trevor Sharon. And today we're talking about Kaladin in our continuing World Singers character study series, or whatever we choose to call it. That's the full title. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today, we're talking about Kaladin. Kaladin Stormblessed, Kaladin son of Liren, Kaladin Liren son, I guess could be. Liren son, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, you may be confusing this with Kelsier, who we did uh, a little while ago. Uh, Brandon Sanderson really likes names that start with K. Yeah, it could also be Karomina, Caro who's from Perfect State by Brandon Sanderson, also a K. He likes K's. Yeah, mm-hmm. K's. Interesting. Um, we'll do a character study on you, Brandon, sometime. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, <laughs> He can be there for it. He can, if he comes, yeah, oh, that'd be so we'd cool. love that. Uh, so, um, real quick, uh, just giving you kind of the rundown on who Kaladin is and his story. So, uh, you probably already know, raised as a surgeon's assistant, sees blood and death from a young age. Then he uh, he becomes a soldier in an attempt to save his brother's life. His brother dies in his arms. Uh, then after that, he uh, continues to attack and murder people. He watches many friends get murdered in front of his own eyes, sold into slavery, betrayed by someone he trusts, um, Takes uh, becomes so apathetic because it's the only way he can handle his situation that he considers suicide. Um, once he comes out of that, he becomes fervorous in his guard of the fellow bridgeman in Bridge 4. He moves on to become a guard uh, for Dalinar, uh, High Prince of War, and then uh, eventually he becomes the head of the Windrunners of the Knights Radiant. So pretty normal, boring, typical life. Yeah, pretty nine to five yeah. type thing he's I mean, doing. We've all been there, this right? Is his, this is his life motto, Hakuna Matata. The anti-motto. The anti-motto of Kaladin. He essentially just can't let go of things. He harbors it all inside. He doesn't let people in. He has a struggle to um, trust people uh, that they can fend for themselves because he feels like he has to be the one to be the hero. He can't let anyone else be the hero. Wow. We haven't, uh, we haven't said that out loud. That's how I act. That's what I do. I'm Kaladin, apparently, Hmm. Uh, which is really intense to hear it straight from your mouth just now. So well, this is perfect. Then, this is perfect. I wanna, yeah. Cause I, and, and you're not alone in that. You yeah. really aren't. There's so many people, there's something in the counseling world that we call rescuing. Uh, and it's essentially, if you're struggling through something and I jump in and give you the words to say something or help you out with it, I'm rescuing you. And essentially what I'm saying is I don't believe that you have the strength to get through this on your own. Which is interesting to use that because that's exactly what has to happen to Kaladin. Yeah. Uh, he, he's physically and emotionally and mentally rescued at several points. Um, his lowest point, um, he, he calls apathy the wretch. Um, and I've used that term when discussing, talking to my counselor. Uh, I say, I just, I fear this wretch of apathy is going to take over because I care so much. I'm so empathetic towards others that I, I lose my strength to continue caring and so I fear that apathy is going to, because apathy is the easy way out. It's easier if I don't care at all than it is to to care as much as I do. Uh, and so when Kaladin comes to a place of contemplating suicide, stepping off into the chasm and flying for just a moment before hitting the bottom, um, it's really important to see Silfrena, 
his spren come in and rescue him. Uh, and she does it by bringing him a very poisonous leaf, uh, which I think is, and, and there's something interesting in there that we can discuss later. I'm sorry. I'm having a huge re- revelation right now um, because there is another character in the Stormlight Archive who calls an emotion a name and it turns out to be a spren, the thrill. Ah. So what if the wretch is similar to the thrill? Interesting. In some way. What if Kaladin has a dark spren following him around and it's the wretch? the wretch. He capitalizes wretch in the book. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Discovered it right here. Sanderson, <laughs> Sanderson <laughs> army, Sanderson fans, get, get a go on that. But I think what you're saying, apart from that, we'll, we'll get over that eventually. Um, apart from that, what you're saying is totally true of this, this apathy that comes over and just disregards our ability to engage yeah. with the world around us. And, and it's some of, some of it's an unwillingness to do that. And I think we do that a lot. We uh, escape, especially in nerd culture. I think that um, we are prone to escapism in mm-hmm. this world and it's easy and it's not bad at all. We, I do it often intentionally yeah. Same. Um, because sometimes we do need to rise up out of what we're going through and disengage with the world around us. But Kaladin lives in that state perpetually. Yeah. He uh, he is just kind of, I mean, you, you said earlier, he, he, he holds it all in. He keeps it all. He never lets anything go. Um, and his father's um, line that he says to him is, you have to learn when to care, son. Uh, you'll, you'll grow scars eventually. Um, and I think the way Kaladin hears that is that it's, uh, you have to stop caring. You have to be apathetic. And I think what Liren means is you have to let things go. Um, you can't hold the failures over yourself um, because it you'll, you won't be able to stand. Um, and that's, I think that's kind of the biggest thing that I think I've learned through reading the Stormlight Archive and reading from Calvin's perspective is that uh, you, you have to be able to let go. Uh, and you have to, you have to find your success uh, over your failures and you have to let go of those failures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I think there's also a big aspect of Kaladin where he feel takes responsibility at the same time that he's choosing to disengage, he is taking on the responsibility of the world around him. And so when bad things happen to people he cares about, he internalizes that and says, it's my fault. Hmm. And I think something that I want to see in his character arc is that he comes to a point when he can say, it's not my fault that this person died or that this happened or that this is the way the world is. That's just the way it is. And a lot of that's under out of my control. Here is realistically what is within my control. And here are the places where I can rely on someone else to be the hero for me. Mm. Well, uh, we've seen kind of a little bit of that. We did. Yeah. So in the end of Oathbringer, uh, Adam, our production assistant, has not read, read this, so he's going to cover his so. ears while listening to us on the audio recording. <laughs> so I talked to him about it earlier. We're going to spoil, and he said it's okay. So uh, Kaladin is stuck in the uh, world of the Spren, yep. and he is fighting in an attempt to kill the fused who are attacking, and he is trying to summon his... Uh, his armor for the first time, yeah, his the shard fourth, ideal, fourth ideal, fourth ideal, 
uh, and he finds he does not know the words when the time comes. Which I, I think speaks to something that we see in our lives a lot is um, just not being ready for change. We aren't um, able to make the decisions that we have to make because there's something holding us back. And whether this is because you don't realize that something needs to change, which I think is kind of where we're seeing Kaladin leave Mm -hmm. to a point where he recognizes something needs to change, but doesn't know what to do. Uh, And we all find ourselves in this at some point when there's something going on. There's something that is not working for us. And we don't really want to do anything to change it because it's, it's okay right now. Um, and so I really, I, I, I'm trusting that Brandon Sanderson is going to bring Kaladin to a point when he recognizes, you know what, the way I'm operating right now isn't working and I need to do something different and that he re- can get the, the help from his allies to be able to take the steps towards growth and change and get rid of the wretch either, physically or metaphorically um, <laughs> and uh, grow as a character. Yeah. Um, I just, I found the passage. Uh, that was so fast. Uh, I literally turned right to it without trying uh, on accident. Magic. Yeah, magic. Praying for superpowers, magic. Uh, so, um, so it, it goes, it, right now we're seeing three different characters. We're seeing Dalinar, Teft, and Kaladin. And Kaladin stutters, the words stumbling out of his mouth. Um and he he relives some of his uh, some of his horrors at that time. Dalinar is fighting Odium. I mean, it goes through basically every character: Seth and Renarin, um, and Kaladin. Thought finally of Dalinar. Could Kaladin do it? Could he really say these words? Could he mean them? The fuse swept above. Adolin bled. I, you know what you need to do. Sil's voice. I can't. Kaladin finally whispered, steer, tears streaming down his face. I can't lose him, but oh. Oh, almighty, I cannot save him. Kaladin bowed his head, sagging forward, trembling. He couldn't say those words. He wasn't strong enough. And what I hear in that is he knows the words he has to say. He's just unwilling to speak them. Ooh. He can't can't make the commitment to change. Yeah. Which is is a really hard thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, a few moments later, Syl says, maybe it's time for someone to save you as she's weeping with him, which is a huge thing for someone that yeah. has this desire to rescue others. For someone to say, it's not time for you to rescue someone else. It's time for you to be rescued from this. Uh, and and I think I think we're going to see a shift in Kaladin, but I think, I think it's going to take a while mm-hmm. um, because he might make some progress, but I think he's probably going to be the last of the 10 main characters to gain his shard plate. Yeah. Because he has to he has to break through his entire life experience, basically. Yeah. I hope that you can see parts of yourself in Kaladin and that you hear the hopefulness that there is growth, that there's change, that there's development. And I see that in our own lives, that we can all learn from others. We can grow uh, in our character development and ultimately be a hero that we reflect on and say like, okay, I'm at first, I wasn't sure that I liked that I was similar to this person, but now I'm really happy to be similar to this person. And if you feel like you are constantly feeling protective of others and trying to rescue friends and family. Um, it's okay when you need to be rescued. Go to others when you're not strong enough uh, and let them 
Uh, let them see the side of you that so far only Syl has seen of Kaladin. We're cheering for you. Go forth and conquer, heroes. Bridge up. 